Hello, Hashtag Verse TV family, and welcome. It's week 224. I'm Aaron Mack, here with my good friend, Kevin, a.k.a. CBC, Basic Complexity. And I... No. You know, we had some trouble because I don't know why. I really don't like last-minute surprises. But out of the blue, StreamYard was like, oh, sorry, as far as going live to Facebook, we can't. Sorry, girl. And I was like, what? And I was trying to work it out. Ultimately, FYI, what was done was we shared the YouTube live stream to Facebook. So check us out. You know, um, we're going live. We are live, y'all. And Kevin, a.k.a. CBC Basic Complexity, We'll take it away with our number share program. Are you ready? Uh, well, I sure hope so. And we'll roll the dice two times. And the second time, and again, you have a two roll, a two roll, and a four roll. The second time is... In one word, how would you describe yourself? In one word. Um, I would. Or do you want to go to the next role? Well, all right, yeah. Okay. And you get two more for the 220. And what is one thing you still want to learn? Or do you, do you want to go to the very last roll, which is four? I'll go to that one. Actually, and it might seem odd to some people, but not me. Um, I've always been interested in learning sound language. Cool. ASL. You know, um, one of my exes, mm -hmm. actually, or one of my... I feel like calling somebody an ex is so harsh, but uh, one of the dudes I used to date many moons ago, he um, was slash is a sign language interpreter. Oh. Yeah, like he actually studied that in school and he was that. And I think he was looking to do stuff with Gal Udet. Okay. <laughs> you know Gal Udet University in DC? Yeah, I know it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, so I think he was looking to work with them. Anyway. Now, let's go on to my newer song. And my newer song is a little bit older, but not too older. It's 2017's Love by Kendrick Lamar featuring Zakari off of the damn album, Collector, Collector's Edition. 
and that is his fourth album. And what got me to that song is a post from Nigel King One at Nigel King One, Christopher, if I recall, is his real name. He is a fellow 1983 baby, and he had a post celebrating his 40th. Yay, because we're crossing 40. And he played that song in that post. And I was like, I actually really like this song. Like, it it sort of had a little bit of a reminiscing flavor to it for me, but it was also just the jam. And I enjoyed it. And now I've been playing it, like, constantly. And it's interesting because I remember him turning 40, like seeing the, him have a 40th celebration. I was like, oh, he's a fellow 83 baby like me and like <laughs> Kevin and like Kevin on stage because I remember when we crossed 30, I was super excited because Kevin on stage, who is a, a few months older than me, he, uh, had a post talking about how he's 30. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm about to be 32. I love it, yes. Or I'm about to be 30 also. You know, I love it. You know, we're both 83 babies. And I also loved when Adrian Bailon on the reel, on the uh, beginning of the reel, she was having a conversation about something and she was like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm the youngest in the cast. But I am now a 30-year-old woman. And I was like, yes, Adrian Bailon, yes. <laughs> and it, it, it was really cool. Anyway, when that came out in 2017, we were between 33 and 34 years old. And I thought the song was like, okay, at the time. But now, like, I love that song. I want you to trust, uh, wait. I'd rather you trust me than just love me, love me. And I love that sample as well. Anyway, Basic Complexity, your older song. All right. Um, Unless you have something to say about that. Do you remember this? Maybe, you know, I'm trying to see where we'll have those discussions. Maybe at the end of the show. Basic Complexity, what's your older song? All right. So, Maybe. funny because my older song technically is from the group uh, Shalmore and it was from their 1979 album called Big Fun. Huh. Yeah, that is it. Um, the song is called The Second Time Around. And yeah, that, I, anyone could take whatever from the song. Me personally, I've taken something from it also. And yeah, like they say in the song, second time around is better than the first time. <laughs> so, yeah, that is just a song I love. And like I said, from the group 
Shellmore and from their 1979 album Big Fun, which technically predates me by a few years. But the album still had some hits on it. So, yeah, I just like the song. I grew up on it really because as a kid, my mom used to at times play that song and others. Um, when I guess she was a teenager in the 70s, um, and yeah, just I basically grew up hearing that song and I loved it and still do to this day. That's just the jam. Cool. And that's what I have. I have more to say, but I think stuff like that'll be good for our topic F. So, so Stick around through the whole show, you guys. We'll get back to things. But topics for this day, hashtag tops two. You know, I could have also called it tops up. Anyway, but yeah, tops two, hashtag asking questions, hashtag complex choices, hashtag now tracking. Basic complexity, are you ready to get the show on the road, my friend? Yeah. FYI, you'll hear the uh, little intro before the video. It's me kind of whispering. I, it, it was me trying to get my David Banner on because like, I used to be married <laughs> to him. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I do <laughs> love some David Banner. But I remember that whisper movement no, but, but I, I had to whisper because I had to be quiet. Anyway, you ready for this first topic? Yeah. Hashtag Verse TV family, share, subscribe, and share again. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Two, two, four. Hashtag. Tops two at Gay Magazine hashtag first TV two two four a. Looking for a friend. Yeah. Are you a top or a bottom? I'm a top. Not for me, but who just? You're a top. Well, that was really an I easy am, answer for you. Well, because I, I the answer was readily available. I would. I wish that I could. I I, I need to loosen up, as they say. Yeah, yeah. I think we're taking lessons from the younger generation and they're all fluid or non-binary or something like that. Do you ever think about that? Because we're like old Jews. The die was cast way before we were born. We were kind of brought into the world of something. But what if you weren't? What if you were able to be whatever the hell you wanted to be? Would you be more fluid? Would you be heterosexual? Yes. Oh, for sure. I think I would be more of a bottom. But would I be heterosexual? Well, listen, I think if I could have ticked a box when I was... 10 or 13 or 15 or 18 and chosen 
Do you want to be hetero or homo? I would have definitely mm -hmm. chosen hetero, like without question. Really? Yes. Wow. Because it would have been so much easier. Oh, right. And let me. And it almost sounds like a TV is on somebody's background. But it's cool. That's next door. Is it that loud? Yes. Oh my gosh. Quick. I won't go on that side note. I, I was going to ask something very, uh, I won't ask. But <laughs> they're really trying to drown out something. <laughs> Anyway, let me stop. Let me stop. I have no idea. I have no idea. Anyway, so my initial reaction to Andy Cohen uh, saying that, I'm like, that's net nice. And I feel that that piece in, in that interview sort of increased my like for Andy Cohen. I, I think Andy Cohen is cool. And, and, and doing my little extra research on Andy Cohen, I found out Andy Cohen is a fellow June Gemini. Yay! You know, he is born eight days and 15 years before me. So it's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And he runs stuff. And I love that. And, oh. Also, I, in reference to his calling himself a top. No, I'm not. In reference to my interactions with those in the world with whom or who in the world I interact with. Anyway, I think as far as my homosexual part, one thing that I do think is really cool is finding the soft side of a hard, dominant man. I think that's cool. And with Andy Cohen, his partner, whoever that is, now technically, technically, as far as we the public know, he's not married. But, you know, I, I, I think it's cool to imagine like his partner finding that soft side of him hmm. anyway. But I think that's cool. Now, for myself, I do call myself a uh, bottom. And there's kind of an agenda to that because I, I want people to not feel bottom shame, you know? Mm -hmm. But truth be told, really, I, I think I'm more of a sub-bottom-leaning side yes okay and without anal generally you know for the most part and i re that reminded me of a time when at in my college days you know also known as mm -hmm. as far as my age my sexual exploration days i used to call myself verse and i'd call myself verse because um I was like, 
relatively sexually inexperienced or gaining sexual experience. And I was like, well, you know, I'm just open to anything. So I call myself first. And this one older dude that I was dealing with, because, you know, me and older dudes, <laughs> you know, he got very upset with me. And he was like, I hate it when you all call yourselves first and you don't know how to take a dick. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'll finish it in my one squared. It's complexity. <laughs> all right. Um, and I just find it interesting because when I was younger <laughs> and if there was a choice when I was younger, I definitely would have chosen to be heterosexual and only because it was more accepted than uh, homosexual was that no-go. <laughs> but yet, yeah, I basically had a secret kept it for a little while and then just was what it was. And that's what I have. So my, yeah, he was not happy about the fact that I had called myself first. And he's like, you, you can't call yourself first just because you have this concept of open-mindedness to be open to things. I need you to be experienced anyway. So I, I was like, well, I guess I won't call myself first anymore. I don't know what to call myself. And truth be told, when I was at that age, I would have probably been most comfortable just classifying myself as a side and proceeding with that. But it is what it is. You know, the younger generation now, Gen Z, y'all Gen Z folk, young millennials can classify yourselves as sides if that's what y'all are. So cool. Also, I did want to speak to his talking about he would choose to be heterosexual if he had the opportunity because I, if he had the opportunity when he was a child. And that reminded me when I was a child, I, my thing is I just wanted to be normal. And for me at that time, in my social circles, normal was being white. And that's why I did not want to be black at all. And, you know, years later, I've come to love and accept myself as a GBM, a gay black man, a BGM, a black gay man, however you say it. But yes, and now I am pleased and love myself and my position. And I know I didn't restart the one minute, but I'm finished. Hmm. So my one sentence is, I think it is super cool how us same gender loving people don't have to match society's expectations for us. Once we are out, we can simply live our truth, allowing our authenticity to lead the way. And love will lead the way. Oh my gosh, Kevin, I will 
like you forever and a day if you know where I got that from. All right. Well, obviously, definitely. Uh, so, um, the song from Lead now, the Way. The title is Love Will Lead the Way. The title is Lead the Way. Oh, all right. Whatever. Close enough. Um, and that is, all right, forgive me for this, but I believe that is from my soundtrack. Okay, you're getting it, you're getting it. Now, Come on, you better let your 83 pride show. <laughs> uh, and I'll give you a hint. That was when we were late teens. Senior year, senior year to post senior year. Oh, one and later. Um, so the actually the album itself, and this this is going to be a darn giveaway, but <laughs> um, the album itself released September eleventh, two thousand one. Okay. Now, I know there were not that many albums that came out that day. That kind of completed the album being panned. I'm sorry? That kind of completed the album being panned. People threw that soundtrack away as trash. Well, even though it wasn't. Far from it. I think I got it now. I think. Um, and it's him because I love the album. I just you love I, her. That's another hint. Yeah, I love her album. I just haven't heard it in a while. But I do have it. Um, so... This, way. this is a guess. Could it be the soundtrack to Glitter by Mariah Curry? Yay! All right. You better show your 1983-ness. <laughs> Continue with your one minute. Your one square. Um, For A. Yeah, I know. Um... Mm -hmm. All right, yeah, it, uh, I guess sexuality or whatever is definitely becoming more accepted nowadays. I just wish it was like that in the past. And that's what I have. And the hashtag verse TV family, yes or no question, is might out same gender loving men have more freedom to personally live more wholly, authentically. <laughs> more wholly, authentically than hetero men. Yes or no? Might 
SG out, SGL men have more freedom to personally live more wholly authentically than heterosexual men. And I wanted to add one last little quote from the amazing, exceptional Donny Hathaway. One day we'll all be free because hetero men don't have that freedom. And I know it's like, well, hetero men are the ones keeping you down. Yeah, but maybe if we gave them that freedom, people wouldn't feel the need to put keep other people down. Maybe if hetero men had the freedom to, and it, the, all of this is going to be cut off for, for the uh, YouTube video. It'll only be, it'll be podcast only. But maybe if we, uh, if society allowed a hetero man to be whatever he is, masculine, feminine, whatever, and not question his sexuality. Hmm. Like, oh, he's a feminine man. He must be gay. No, he's a feminine heterosexual man. Anyway, and maybe if that pressure wasn't on them, then the heterosexual men with power would be more open and accepting. But we're not open and accepting to them. Anyway, basic complexity. Are you that that's my little aside piece. <laughs> side pieces. Are you ready for topic B, as in boy? <laughs> it's just funny on so many different levels. Well, I guess ironic or interesting. I yeah, ironic. <laughs> we'll go oh. with that. <laughs> cool. And share, subscribe, and share again. Thank you very much. Very much. Thank you. Hashtag asking questions at worshippersgh, hashtag firstdv224b. So let me tell y'all what happened to me earlier today. So me and this guy, we've been talking for a couple of days and things were going good until he asked me the infamous question. What are you looking for in a man? I simply said, nothing. I'm not looking for anything. And of course he says, what do you mean by that? I said, just be yourself. I'll let you know if I like you or not. He said, hmm. okay, there's two reasons why I do that. Number one, I refuse to give you the blueprint to pretend to be everything that I want you to be. And number two, if I tell you what I want, that puts you in a position to become an idol in my life because it'll be like, oh my God, he's literally everything I could have ever asked for. And then I'll start to look to him more than I look to God. He'll start to become my everything, which is not right at all. So yeah, I'm not looking for anything because I'm not looking for a man, that's number one. But also I'm not looking for anything because I want you to show me everything. You can't hide anything if I don't tell you anything. All right, basic complexity. All right, um, well, one, I agree with their mindset fully because I personally do not agree. And, giving a guy a quote-unquote 
cheat sheet and let them know all the answers. No, you gotta impress me um, naturally by yourself without any answers given to you. And that's just what I have. Okay. Well, I am divided. On one hand, I 100% get it. I get what she's saying. I agree with the two of you, yes. On the other hand, I feel that withholding your known personal true feelings is kind of gamey. It kind of feels like game. Like, I don't want to tell you. I'm not going to tell you what I really want. I want you to guess. I want you to figure it out. You need to figure it out. Like, okay. And I get not wanting somebody to pretend to be a good, amazing, I'm going to be everything that you say that you want because you say that you want it. So I'm going to pretend. And it's like, yeah, but maybe it's less, less of a path for them to lie to you and more of a planned path for them to grow ultimately. Ultimately, I feel that people should put their real foot forward first. Yes. So in that mix of things, maybe know that, hey, I need to put my real foot forward and be authentically myself, but this is what he or she is looking for. So let me see how I can naturally match with that as I grow. Oh, also, I told the story of the 70 bus. Oh, wow. I remember when I was in my 20s, maybe early 30s, in DC, I uh, met this guy, and he's one of the few people to actually just holler at me on the street. And uh, we were on the bus, the 70 bus, I don't know if you know the 70 bus, Kevin, but we were on the 70 bus and he was like, yeah, yo, now I want to take you out. And I was like, well, okay. I mean, I guess, can I take down your number? Anyway, he was an older fella and I, we went out and I remember this is going to make me sound so trash, y'all. I'm sorry. And I remember looking at him while we were out at ice cream. And I was like, initially, I thought he was like right around my age. But looking a little closer at him, I see that he is significantly older than me. Handsome still. Still handsome. But significantly older than me. So I asked him how old he was. And he, I'm going to save that story for my one square. Basic complexity? Um, yes. 
right. Um, yeah, he or well, really he would just need to show some genuine interest without any hints. That's my one square. Um. Oh, it was your one square. I thought that's mm -hmm. right. My bad. <laughs> anyway, so finishing what I was saying about him, he and I was attracted to him. He, he's an attractive fella. Yes, mm -hmm. it's just I, I asked him his age, and those who know me know that the age thing is a pet peeve of mine. Like I. I'm totally cool with an older fella. That that's that's not an issue for me. But don't lie to me about your age. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. Don't do that. Anyway, but mm -hmm. he he I asked him his age and he was like, I don't want to give you my age. I would much rather you just us continue to talk and grow together. And then you get to the point that you're like, oh, I can guess your age. You're 70, you know, <laughs> like the bus. Anyway, <laughs> no, no. And I would never, no, because I, I, don't, I don't put breaks on my age of dudes that I date, older dudes. Of course, younger dudes at 40, I'm like, I need... 30 and over. You need to have a 30 and over club card if you want us to talk, if I was in the... But I, I didn't have a problem with him being older. I just wanted to know. And I was like, yeah, you know, because I like to know. And do you mind me going over a little bit, Kevin? Go for it. All right. I'm like, I don't mind a person being older, but for me, I like to know where you were when SWV released their debut album, mm -hmm. when Whitney Houston released The Bodyguard. I want to know what age you were when Whitney Houston released How Will I Know her, from her debut album. Were you clubbing AIDS at that time or were you a baby like me? You know, no shade because I've, <laughs> I've dated dudes who were club AIDS when we... When Whitney Houston released, how will I know? I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem, but I don't like you lying. And I don't like you withholding that truth or being like, I'd rather you guess. Don't do that. Don't do that. Anyway, like I said, he, he was handsome, but um, I, I I didn't like that he withheld his age. You know, so that ended up being our last date. I love the way he hollered at me, though. Like, I thought that was so cool. Like, we were both on 70 bus, and he was like, hey, you know, yeah. And I was like, okay, me, sure. You know, anyway. But, yeah, my one sentence is sometimes people lie and deliberately decide to temporarily hide their true motives. And sometimes people just need to expand a little bit more at any age. And 
Sometimes those two groups might overlap, but it's possible. And that was your one squared. So the hashtag verse TV family, yes or no question. Maybe I'll move this closer to the mic because I keep looking into the mic as if the mic is the camera and it's actually no, because this is off. I think that's okay. I will move the mic. toward the camera. So when I look in the mic, it'll look like I'm looking at the camera, <laughs> even though I should be looking at the camera. Anyway, that's that Verse TV yes or no family question. Ultimately, is it more harmful to withhold your relationship desires from your new potential partner? Or is it more harmful to make your potential partner guess what you want. Basic complexity, are you ready for topic C? Yes. Yes. We are doing it today, friend. Yes. And hashtag Verse TV family, subscribe, share, and share again. Share, subscribe, and share again. Thank you so much. All right. And here we go. And thank you for bearing with the whispers. You know, the, um, like I said, it's a throwback to my former pretend ex-husband, David Banner with his fine self. Anyway, here we go. Hashtag Verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, a.k.a. Basic Complexity. Hashtag Verse TV family. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV family. Two, two, four.